So I think we got last week, we got last week on to Ches on the Dada. And then we got on to Ches on the Dada. Um, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, a few lines down there, where we went back to explain the the Maidisalikat uh, Aitzmei Yikora. I'm just going to give a little bit of a recap according to Rashi, just to uh, lay out what we're going to do today, Ben Zashem. Then I'm going to try and uh, outside cover this Tosmos, the Shit of the Reef, and then we'll move on to the Gemara. The, the middle part is obviously the most challenging part, so you know we'll build up the Shit in, in, in that fashion. So what, we, what we've had is this. According to Rashi, the way the Gemara goes, Shakyamitariye, hopefully by now, I think some people have had this enough time to in their sleep, is you have, we have Rabbi Huda on Tav Sain and Madonna, Rabbi Huda said, that if you've got, the way Rashi lands it, I'm just going with Rashi first, you've got a Mobui coming off a Rosh Hashanah, you've got the Mobui, which opens up, you've got a picture there on Zayn Amidala, if you want a picture, but uh, basically, T-shape, it comes out onto this Rehobo, meaning to say there's no one living there, and then the Rehobo, at least the other minute stage, goes straight out from the Mobui, you can cut straight across the Rehobo absence of the Rosh Hashanah. Says Rabbi Huda, no problem, you can carry the Rehobo, there's no one there anyway, but in the Mobui, you can definitely carry so uh, that's what Rabbi Yosef quoted, and he didn't, didn't know who he had actually got that from. Was it from Rav? Was it from Shmuel? Don't know. Don't know where, where, where Rabbi Yehuda got that from. So Abayi said, I'll prove to you it must be from Shmuel, because if, if it was from Rav, you're going to end up with a double stealer. Why would you end up with a double stealer? Because the fact that Rabbi Yehuda, the fact that Rabbi Yehuda um, said this halacha in the case of a Rechol, the Mashmol says that if it would have been in a Chotza, a place where there are people living there, then you'd have a problem. Why? Because the people in the Chotze, they may have their own Eruv, um, and they can carry there, that's fine. But the people in the Mobu, since they are completely porous Bimudur, they open up completely onto the Chotze, unless they include the people in the Chotze in their Shituf, they would have a problem carrying. That's the Mashmos. Again, the only reason why in the Mobu they're allowed to carry is because there's no lack of, there's nothing lacking in their Shituf. Because in the Rehobo, there's no one living there. Who are they if you had an Eruv with the people in the Chotze? But again, that's the Mashmos. The lack of an Eruv would have been a problem. Mitzad Shani, we have a Kula here, which is we're not worried about the fact that it's Mufulosh, effectively Mufulosh, not Mamash Mufulosh, but it's for somebody standing in the mobile, he looks behind, he sees the Rosh Hashanah, looks directly ahead, he sees the Rosh Hashanah. That he wasn't worried about. Mashainkin, according to Rav, we have a Mufulosh Abstak from Rav, where Rav said, I have a mobile opening up onto a Chotze. And then it's Nifratah Chotzeh Kenegdo, it goes out onto the Rosh Hashanah from the Chotzeh, and you're not allowed to carry the Mobi. The Chotzeh you can, the Mobi you can't. The Mashmos is that, why do you have to say Nifratah Chotzeh Kenegdo? It says use one variable at a time. The Mashmos is because the fact that it's a Mobi onto a Chotzeh, that doesn't bother me. The Mashmos being, even if there would be an Eruv, that wouldn't bother me. That wouldn't bother me. What bothers me is Nifritzachot Tekenegdo, the fact that it's Mufulosh. So it's the very opposite of Rav Yehuda. Lack of Eruv doesn't bother me. That did bother Rav Yehuda. But Mufulosh does bother Rav, and it didn't bother Rav Yehuda. And again, it, whoever Rav Yehuda was quoting it from. And therefore, it doesn't, doesn't say Shmuel. doesn't say Shmuel. Rav Yehuda is not necessarily disputing Rav. You may be saying his memorandum. No, no, again, again, we know Rabbi Yehuda got so it either from Rav. He says something, we don't know whether he says from Rav or from Shmuel. Correct, so he's proving. Because arguing with Shmuel. That could be, but again, 
it's easier to go with the facts that we know. Rav and Rabbi Yehuda are clearly disagreeing. Therefore, we assume Rabbi Yehuda got it from Shmuel. Right? Now, it's the same thing. Don't worry, it comes to the same thing. So the Gemara then, so, so to that Rabbi Yehuda says, well, okay, very good. All I know is there was a case, Dura Dura this case with the Rehobo, etc., etc. And the Kitsa, that was the Psaq that Rabbi Yehuda gave. I don't know where, where he got the Psaq from. Was he basing it on something he received from Rav? Was he basing it on something he received from Shmuel? I don't know. So look, if it fits with Shmuel, then fine, it'll be Shmuel. Very good, well done, Abai. So to that, then the Gemara goes on and says, but now the Rav Sheishas comes along. And he says, then if you want this out of a Shabbos, right? What well, I tried to tell you on Thursday, right? That, and it's not me, I mean, I'm saying this, I saw this in the, the, um, the, uh, Gernyaka, that, 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 Nikola, he just points it out. That now that Rav Sheishas came along and said, that when did Rav allow the people in the Mulvi to carry that only Kant but when they've got an Eruv? But if they wouldn't have an Eruv, then they wouldn't be able to carry... Aha, uh-huh, hold on a second. So we've got a backtrack. The issue there was not the Mufulish aspect. On the contrary, the issue was one of Eruv or not Eruv. Why not Mufulish? The answer, as Rashi says, is it must be because although it says Nifratachot to it doesn't mean Mamash opposite, it means in the wall opposite, but it's Atako off to the side. So we avoid the whole issue. Yeah, what's the Chiddush therefore? The Chiddush is one for the Chotzeh, even though people can come in on an angle, but they come in through the Chotzeh, go out one go on out through the other, that doesn't cause a problem for the Chotzeh. The Chiddush is for the Chotzeh, not for the Mobli. The Mobli, it's all Tali on Erev or not Erev. So in which case, who are then, going back to Rav Yehuda, I could say the same thing. That it doesn't, it wasn't really Mufulosh in that sense. It was uh, the Nefetzal Chatzikanei, if anything, would have been off to the side. And Taka, like you said, it's Dafka because it was a Rechava, there's no lack of Eruv. Had there been a Chatzah with no Eruv, then it would have been problematic. Then the Gemara goes on, and it says, well, just can we take one step back? According to the Havamina that we had, according to the Havamina we had, that... Taka, Rabbi Yehuda was Shmuel, not Rav. And they are disagreeing on two points. Could you please clarify for us what exactly is the Nakuda Samaphalakis in each case? Okay, let's do it. In the case of where there is no Eruv, where there is no Eruv, what is the point of contention? The point of contention is when you've got this T-shape. So if you've got a T-shape, you've got the Gifufin. Right, these shoulders, right, the things which you can see from the Chotzeh, you can't see from the Mobli. So from the perspective of the Mobli, it's what we call Shoveh Mibifnim, Veneer Mibachut. On the inside, it's flush. Flush with the wall, you can't see anything. It's all hidden. But from the perspective of the, of the, the Chotzeh, if you were to be in there, you'd be able to see it. So um, the question is, does that work for the people inside as well, inside the Mobli? And that's going to be the dif- disagreement. Because remember the rule, if you've got two chatzeris with a door in between them, not a pirta, a door, you don't have to join together with an eruv. You can if you want, but you don't have to. So from the perspective of the chatzeh, it's a door. Because it's maximum of ten amas, and the gefofin is not completely open, so for them, they don't have to join together with the, with the uh, mobli people. But from the perspective of the mobli, that's the shaita. So Shmuel, this is at the Havamina, now we'll go back to calling it Shmuel, Rabbi Yodah B'Shem Shmuel, if it was Shmuel, he held, it would be a problem because you've got to be able to see it from inside. If you can't see it from inside, it's a pirta, not a pesach. So a lack of an eruv would be an issue. Whereas Ralph would say, no, you don't have to be able to see it from inside, not a problem. Then what about the other issue? 
So this is where it gets interesting. Um, again, I'm not going, not recapping the, this first place. So uh, like we did, we, like we sort of covered a little bit of it last week. Um, so I'm just going to concentrate on the second place. So the the um, what's what's the na- now no problem of Arab. Let's leave that variable out. Either there is an Arab or it's a Rahaba, there's no issue of Arab. So what's the Shida? The Shida we thought in the Argument was one of the footage. What's the Machlokas? So again, this is Rashi, just Rashi. So the question is like this. They're arguing in that of Rav Yosef. Those were the words. Pliki bit Rav Yosef. Now what did Rav Yosef actually say? Rav Yosef says that when do we allow? When do we not have a problem of mafulosh? That's when it is a T-shape. Then if it's an L-shape, then since you've got one wall that goes all the way from one Rosh to the other, that would be a problem. Right? That's what Rabbi Yosef says. So that's what they're arguing in. Now, let's just, just first we'll just explain according to Rashi. What do you mean that's what they're arguing in? So Tosos, they're not arguing in that. Because... What's the Chiddush of, of, uh, of Rav Yesi? Then an L-shape doesn't work. No one argues about that. Not Rav, not Shmuel. Then Machlikis is in the T-shape. That's not the Nakud of, of Rav Yesi. What's going on? So Tosfus explains Rashi Shetta. Tosfus explains Rashi Shetta and says that the Pshat is like this. That if I didn't have Rav Yesi, I would have thought, that's what I would have thought, that actually the Machlikis is also in an L-shape. Meaning to say that Shmuel, Shmuel Rabbi Yudah, whatever you want to call it, around the Ahmed Aleph, who wasn't worried about Mufudosh, loved Afghan T-shape. That may have been the case in Dura Dariyosa, right? Bit of a Rabbi Kimeida asked, how can you jump? Okay. But I would have thought to have in an L-shape. Now, why would I have thought that? The reason is because I would have thought that really it's all one big machlokas. It's really all boils down to one Nukud. And that is these Gifufim. These shoulders, right, something called the shoulders, it's a good word for it, right? We all know what I mean by that, yeah? These gifufin, are they effective for the people in the mobile as well? That's really what it boils down to. So we said, we said according to Shmuel, right, that they are... Sorry, hold on, hold on one second, one second. Let me, let, let, let me just point, uh, pause there a second. Uh, I've jumped, I've jumped. Again, if not for Rav Yosef, I would have thought, this is what I may have thought, that it makes no difference between a T and, a, and, a, and an L shape. But I would have had a major problem because I would have been thinking to myself, I don't really understand that. I can't understand this. You're telling me, this what? Because again, I wouldn't have thought there's any chiddah between them and therefore I would have been thinking to myself, I don't understand. Shmuel, who doesn't hold of and he's allowing him in an L-shape. A T-shape, no, I can understand. Maybe. But an L-shape? How can you allow an L-shape? You've got Tartin so You've got a wall going all the way through. From what, and in terms of at least having a lechi on one side, you don't even have that. Because he holds is no good. And when it comes to Rav, I also would have been rather perplexed. Why according to Rav is nothing, nothing working? According to him, in the T-shape, I've got Tartiva Tibusa. No wall going all the way through. It's a T-shape. And according to him, the Lechi, the Lechayayim are good. Because he holds it, it does work for inside. So I'm, without Rabbi Yosef, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have known what's going on. That's why I need to bring in Rabbi Yosef to say, no, no, no. The Machlokas is only in the T-shape. L-shape, no one holds of. 
Meaning to say, when I see that, I say to myself, ah, obviously, this question of Mephodosh actually has nothing to do with the, with the question of Lechi or not. Put that out of it. Once I see that, then already fine, okay, it's a different Mephodosh. It's to do with, like we said, when you're standing there, do you see, do you not see? It's all to do with that, in which case, fine. That's the Machlokas. But Taka, like you said, the Machlokas is only in the T-shape. L-shape, no one would have had that. But it's obviously, it's not so Geshmak. That's not, it's not the normal way of explaining it, says Tosus. So therefore, Tosus moves on to the re. Okay? Now, I'm going to attempt this. It's going to be rather a challenge. Okay? I, I'm just warning you, it's a bit of a challenge. If you don't get it fully, okay, it's, you've got Rashi. Okay? It's, uh, this is a very, very challenging Sugi, even just Rashi. So I'm, we'll give it a go. But I'm obviously limited by time, so I'm just going to give it, give, it, give it one go. It goes like this. Tosus starts, the re comes along, and he says, first point is, I said it's going to, he's going to turn everything on its head, okay? First point is, he says, let's just clarify, what is this Rehova? So until now, we understood the Rehova was an area behind the houses, which is basically never used, hardly ever used, and therefore it doesn't have any to urine, there's no requirement for any area, they can't stare the people in the, the marble, etc., etc. Says Tosus, incorrect. And he says, the re- that's not really what the Rehova is. The Rehova is something in between a Churva, which is a dilapidated building, where no one actually has said, it's got an owner, and on the other extreme, a Chotze, where it's used fully with lots of people. The Rehova is somewhere in between. In other words, you've got more than one type of Rehova. We're not, again, we're not changing the normal type of Rehova. So this is said, it can't be the Rehova which we find elsewhere. He brings a Gemara, where it talks about a Rehova which is, which is more than, than, um, than a base sign, more than 50 by 100 Amas, and it's not Mokhav Ladira. Basically, it's got the status of a Kamenist. If it's got the status of a Kamenist, this wouldn't work at all. Right? Because it's, it's now Mokhav on a Kamenist, so then you need the Surah Sapesah. We learned on the Omadada. So the kids, it's not that type of Rehova. What Rehova is it? Like you said, it's a different type of Rehova. We're calling it a Rehova as opposed to a Chotzeh because the Mice is not used as much as a Chotzeh. Tosus brings a Gemara from later on with a Churva that shows even a Churva, where actually there's no one really there because it's a rather unsafe place to live. It's not very inhabited at all. And even that can share an Arab if you don't include them. Again, it's a Churva on this side. It's on two different sides as it happens, but without going into the case. So he says, Kolshkin, such a Rechava, should be a problem. Ah, you're going to ask me, so just talk about Chotzeh, keep it simple. The answer is, sorry? That's right. Now, really, it gives me, I then know people are with me, right? Please, please do, do, uh, do answer, you know, if I leave it as a question, please answer. Right, Rechava is, the reason why it was a Rechava is because that was the story. It just was a Rechava. It was the case in Dura Dura Yosef. But if I said, for our purposes, and just to make it easy for us, from now on, we may, if I talk about Rechava, it doesn't make it difference. I'll call it Rechava, I'll call it Rechotzer, don't, don't read into it, I may cross between the two. It's the same thing. That's very important. Now, once we, once we have that piece of information, now let's start off the whole suga and everything now is going to change. You have here a case with Rabbi Yehuda, and he, okay, the mice we know is a story, but okay, Rabbi Yehuda gives a psak with a mobile which opens up onto Rechava. This Rechava goes out, there's an opening out in Sirisha Sarab. And he says, no problem, they can carry in the mob. Now, Tosfa says, at this stage, at this stage, we're thinking to ourselves, T-shape or L-shape? Everyone knows what I mean by that? T-shape, yeah? Now, T-shape, Tosfa says, at this stage, right? There's no Chiddush in a T-shape. That's Poshut. 
T-shaped? Avada. Why should, why should that be a problem? I'm talking about mis- 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 being mafulish. I'm not talking about that either. I'm talking about mis- being mafulish. Right? Why? Because it's tarti le, potentially tarti le tivosa. Because you don't have a wall going all the way through. You potentially got two le chayayin there, depending on what your shitter is. So, can't see any reason why that should be a problem. And I think Tosis actually takes on, I'm just trying to work it out. Yes, yes, yes. Tosis is going to take on the op. Uh, is it the opposite? Yes, it is the opposite of Rashi. Is that according to Shmuel, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe according to Shmuel, Shovem Mevifinem Nere Mevachot is effective, is good for a lechi. Opposite of Rashi. I said that originally, and then I said to you, I'm not sure if it's true, but uh, it's definitely is true, right? It's the opposite of Rashi, okay? So therefore, what we're understanding is that actually it doesn't really make a difference whether there's an arrow, there's not an arrow. It doesn't make a difference whether it's a T-shape, whether it's an L-shape. It's not going to make any difference. Because both mitzah and lakam and arrow, there's no problem, because I've got a pesach between them, correct? Because according to Shmuel, the things there, even though you can only see them from outside, they're good. So in which case it's like two gardens with a door in between, you do not have to join together. You can, but you don't have to. So mitzad that, no problem. What about mitzad and mefudash? No problem. Even in, now, T-shape, avada, that, that he said, mm, no, no one's going to argue with that. No, avada. The L-shape, why? 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 Why with an L-shape is not a problem? You've got a wall going all the way through. The answer is that I've got a lefty on one side. So it's only chadal reyesa, chadal Right? Okay, fine. Let's move on. Says Rabbi Yosef, but I don't actually know where Rabbi Yosef was getting that from. This part's all the same. Right? Is it, was it from Rab? Was it from Shmuel? Not sure. So it comes along Abai, and Abai says, I'm going to tell you, I'll prove it to you, it must have been from Shmuel. If it's Rab, you're going to end up with a problem. Why? Right, what's, what's the problem? Well, so there you've got Rab. This time it's called the Chotzer, because he's just talking about theoretical cases. It's a Chotzer, it doesn't make a difference, as we said. And if it's a Chotzer, Kenegdoi. And he says, you can't carry in the model. Now, why not? So basically, Tosus brings various proofs in both directions to show that actually, what Rab is doing here, despite our whole thing about don't use two variables in one go, we're not using two variables in one go. But I'm wording it in such a way that you're going to be able to work out from this, as Tosus says further on, you can just work it out, that it's going to be a problem, potentially, potentially, both mitzad mafulash and or mitzad lack of air. The reason being, obviously, because Rav holds that shava mebifinim venire mebachot is no good. Now, let's work it out. Take either case. Okay, the fact that it says, go with this one. Nifritzal chot, um, which way to see to it? I don't know, whichever way it starts it, but okay, which, which one are you doing? Aero first or, or Fudosh? Oh, okay. The fact that it says, Nifritzal chot se connectai, that's obviously a problem on the Fudosh, right? Correct? If it's to do with Aero, what's mm-hmm. that got to do with Nifritzal chot se connectai? That tells me obviously we're dealing with a lack of uh, a question on the Fudosh. Now, when is that a problem? T-shape? No, no one would, would, uh, wouldn't allow a T-shape. Even if you don't hold those shavim and b'finim and but I've, I don't know, we're all going all the way through. It's not a T-shape. It must be an L-shape. That is the key point, by the way, okay? Not a T-shape, only an L-shape. Yeah, is that clear? Only an L-shape, because at the half of the stage, 
We can't, you can see where this is going, right? Rabbi Yosef, remember that. Particularly the Rabbi Yosef. L shape is the only problem, not T shape. Because even if you don't hold of near a for Shalvei Mibifnim, but it's, I don't have the, the other problem of a, a wall going all the way through. It must be it was a problem of an L shape. Mitzat Shemi, Rab didn't actually say we're talking about an L shape. He just said it's a chotzer with a mobile, right? <coughs> so potentially it could, it, it could equally be a T shape. In which case, the problem would not be one of Mephulosh. Well, if it's not Mephulosh, what is the problem then? Number one. Number two, why did he talk about a case of Chotzer? If it's a question of Mephulosh, why does it have to be a Chotzer? It could be a carpet, no one living there. Number three, if it's a problem of, of, um, of Mephulosh, why do you have to be talking about a case where the it's um, it's porat between the two. Even if you had a bit of wool still remaining inside the mobile, remember if it's a problem of mafulosh, there would be vague questions this, but if it's a problem of mafulosh, then you need to have a tsuras ha not little things sticking out. So what's going on over here? Nifrat bimiluoi, that sounds more like an Arab dicker problem. Because when it's porat bimiluoi, you have to join together, right? Number two, the fact that it talks about a chotz and not a carpe, that sounds like an erotic problem. And number three, the fact that it sounds like there's a problem even in a t-shirt, which is not going to be, a, we think, is not a problem on the footage, must be it's an erotic problem. Ah, must be that he holds because shabem mebefnim nerevavachot is no good. So mitzad the mobui, there's no pair up between them. It's like your garden and all the fences have collapsed. More than ten numbers at least. You have to make an area with your with your neighbor, and if you don't, you can't carry from your house into your garden. That's mitzvah mobu. See, in other words, Rav has worded this in a very clever way, in such a way that you can be medayik, work it out for yourself. You'll see potentially it could be a problem of eru, it could be a problem of mafulosh in an L shape. Whereas according to Rav Yehuda Shmuel, whatever you want to call it, on the Ramadanov, the way he worded it, we had, we understood that even in an L shape it wouldn't have been a problem from Mufulosh. Because I've got the Lechi there. And he did the Rechobo, there's people living there. He wasn't worried about the lack of Eru. He didn't say Dafka where there's an Eru. Because again, I've got a Lechi there. So this will be a double Machlechus. Comes along the Gemara and says, but now the Rav Shesha said, now watch this. This is, I'll try and explain it now. Now Rav Sheshis came along and said, Kam irbu, kam irbu, it's that everything's going to change. So this is going to be Yaakov. This is going to be key for Bez Hashem, possibly tomorrow already. You'll see the Rosh is going to do, like, go half Rashi, half, uh, that's how I want to do the Rosh. Half, half of this, half of that, right? But you've got, he says, Kam irbu, kam irbu. Who's he talking on? When Rav Sheshis made that statement, as, as we said, so he said earlier, potentially we could have answered this, we could not say Rav Shmuel, we could have answered the, the, the reconciled it in many ways. But Rav Shish says, I'm telling you, I know for a fact, this was Isaac Machabel, it was talking about a case of an Arab or not Arab, etc. Who is he talking about? Rav Yehuda? Or is he talking about Rav? We said in Rashi, he's going on Rav. So this is going Yaakov, we can't be going on Rav. What do you mean, Kamashir, Kamashir, I knew that before. I already knew that. The Rav was only talking about a case. It would be a problem when there's no Arab. I knew there was, there, was, there was a problem when there was no Arab. We didn't know that. We already said. The way Rav worded it sounded like even if there's no problem of Mafulosh, e.g. where it's a T-shape, it's still also. Why is it also? Well, it's a Chotzer, not a Karbi. Nifrat That sounds like Arab. T-shape. That all points to being a problem of Arab. 
So I knew that you need an Erev. Come, Erev, Sheva, Kasha, but you're telling me something I didn't know? You're not telling me anything I didn't know. Ah, oh. so who's he saying it on? Obviously on Rabbi Yehuda. Ah, so what's he saying? He's saying, let me tell you something, Rabbi Yosef. Right? Or, I suppose, yeah, I suppose Rabbi Yosef, if you Rabbi Yosef, you understood the way we explained this on the Ritva to answer Rabbi Kibbeh, we tried to answer Rabbi Kibbeh's question, I don't know if it's a satisfactory answer or not, but based on the Ritva, I'm, I'm, I'm going to destroy it as well, rather than doing a separate thing. If you, if you understand what I'm talking about, the question of Rabbi Kibbeh, I'll tell you, if not, uh, it's confusing enough, right? Based on the Ritva, he's saying, ah, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, you misunderstood. <coughs> of course the case that Rav Yehuda had was in Dura was a T-shape. Of course it was a T-shape. Right? But from the Pesach of Rav Yehuda, the way he worded the Pesach, which was a Mabui opening onto Erechava, no problem, which sounded to you like, and you understood from that, even an L-shape, <coughs> hence you ended up with all this mess, says Rav I'm telling you. I'm telling you for a fact, I have a Masorah, I know that Rav Yehuda never said that. He was only talking about, as we'll see, a T-shape. We'll explain in a second why. And it was only when there's an Arab between them. Why? Well, let's work it out now. The answer is because it wasn't Shmuel. Who did he get it from? He got it from Rab. And what's Shittas Rab? As Tosa said, you've got to fill it in from the case further on, right on the Omid base, because Rab Shitta is... Is no good. If it's no good, so then you need an Eru between them. So you only allowed because there was an Eru. Contrary to what we thought before, we thought even if there was no Eru. And you know what? It can't be an L shape. So I know he said it in a way that makes it sound like that. Lemaise said they all knew what he was talking about because that was the case. The case was a T shape in Dura Deriosa, and he's only saying it in a T shape. Ah, if that's the case, that's the Gemara, so therefore there's no need to make any machleks between them. And then the Gemara goes on, let's just follow it through now. The Gemara goes on, and it says, okay, just going back one stage, if you're not confused enough, let's just go back, one step forward, two step back, right? So let's go back a couple of steps and say, according to the Havman, when we thought it was machlekes, meaning to say that Rabbi Yoda was saying in Meshem Shmuel, and he was allowing everything, no Eruv, el shape. Whatever you want. And Rav was saying, everything's awesome. If there's no Eruv, if it's uh, even, it can't be a T-shape, L-shape, it's going to be a problem. What are they arguing in? So I said, well, I'll tell you why. First part, you already know. If there's no Eruv, it's a question of Does that work or does it not work? Shmuel holds it does work. Hence, lack of an Eruv is not a problem. The Rechava doesn't have an Eruv, no problem. Whereas, according to Rav, it is a problem. Because it's a pimpter. Now, here comes the key point. And when there is an Eruv, i.e., that means there's no issue of lack of Eruv, and the Machlokas is in the Fulosh, what is the Machlokas? And the answer is, They're arguing in that of Rav Yosef. And absolutely they're arguing in that of Rav Yosef. What's that? L-shape. When Rav Yosef said that the Heta is only with a T-shape, but not an L-shape, that is the Machlokas. Rav says, I agree. Exactly, like Rabbi Yosef said. T-shape, yes. L-shape, no. 
But Shmuel says, even an L shape is good. Why? Because although we've got a wall going all the way through, but I've got the, I've got the lefty, because mirror mebachutz is good enough. That's all in the Habermina stage. But, lemaskono, lemaskono, what do we come out with? Lemaskono, we say, it's all rough. And if it's all rough, nere mebifnim, nere, I keep saying, nere mebachutz, v'shover mebifnim, is no good. And if you've got no Eruv, it is going to be a problem. And if it's Mephulosh L-shape, it is a problem. Because it's Tarti Lareosa. I've got a wall going all the way through. I've got no Lachi whatsoever. It's going to be awesome. And therefore, Rabbi Yosef's statement at the end. I know Rabbi Yosef is the one who quoted Rabbi Yosef to start with. This final statement that it's only with a T-shape, not with an L-shape, is Lamaskono after Rav Sheshes came along. And remember, Rav Sheshes... At the t- time when Rabbi Yisrael made the original statement, Rav Sheish hadn't said yes, Tosfos says, obviously, right? Came at a later stage, and now, Lamaskana, Rabbi Yisrael has all the information there, and he says, therefore, Rav only allowed it with a T-shape, not with an L-shape. Okay? Got that? Over to you, if you want. Okay? Okay, let's, I, I'm going to, I know there's Rabbi Nechanan, I'm going to go further than the Gemara first, and then the Rabbi Nechanan is the last couple of lines of Tosfus. The, the, I don't know if it's good news or not good news for you, but the good or bad news, you probably still get a little bit more time, because uh, the Bezalash, I'm going to look at the Rosh, the point of it, by the way, it, just to, you know, to encourage people, is number one, is the point of doing the Rosh is not to make it harder, it's actually, it's going to, it's again, you'll see the Rosh is much like Tosfus. Just one or two good that I want to just bring out from the Rosh, but it's not, again, it's not going to be new information. So hopefully the more times you see it, it's going to, because this is, this is when they talk about Erebim being hard, this is what they meant. I mean, this is really the, uh, if you can get this, you can get anything in Erebim. Okay, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough part. Okay, so let's, let, let's go on in the Gemara. So we're on Ches Omid Aleph. Um, I think six lines down, seven lines down, two, four, six, seven lines. Omar Rabo. So Omar Rabo, Rabo said, So Omar Rabo, Rabo said, Hold the Omar, that which you said, that if it, if the Mobuli ends in the middle of the Rechobah, i.e. it's a T-shape, that it's Mutter to carry in the Mobuli, that would have only been said um, when it's there, Shaloi Keneged Zeh. When the door, the, the, uh, the opening of the Chotzer onto the Rosh Hashanah is not directly opposite the Mobui onto the Chotzer. Does that make sense? Yeah? Mm-hmm. When you come from the Mobui into the Chotzer, if you want to go out to the Rosh Hashanah, you have to go off to the side somewhere. So when you're standing in the Mobui, you look behind you, you see the Rosh Hashanah. When you look ahead into the Chotzer, you don't see, you just see a wall. You can't see out to the Rosh Hashanah. So that is when we're going to allow it. Um, but when they are directly opposite each other, it is awesome. Okay? Now, just pause there a second. It's, it's again, based on the Gemara a little bit further on as well, but I'm just, just to complete this Indian. The Rabbeinu Hananel understands from that, that actually, that what Rabbi just said is a mafloik between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. When Rabbi Yosef said a T-shape is motor, he meant even if it's there, can I get there? Not as we may have understood. Rabbi is not coming to add on to Rabbi Yosef and clarify Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi is coming to disagree with Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said 
You've got three cases, essentially. An L-shape, forget it. T-shape, that means, by the way, even if, uh, you know, even because it's going to end up with like a, a mobby uh, occum, right? But uh, a, a T-shape, he says, T-shape is always going to be all right, even if you can go straight out from the... Because the fact is, I don't have a continuous wall all the way through. Rafa comes along and says, no, no, that's not enough. It's got to be that the cloud from the model you can't see out to the Rosh Hashanah on the second side. So it's got to be, is there Shaloi Kenegetzer? Does that make sense? If not, okay. Let me just make sure. I've got No, no, but let me just find my pen here, right. That is Zer Kenegad Zer. Okay? Because from here to here, you can walk straight out. We're saying that's not the case. If you're going to allow it, it has to be something like that. If you want to, you've got to go. Yeah, that makes sense. So but we're saying Rabbi Yosef says, no, it can be even here. <coughs> that being the case, I was going to just conclude this, Nagoda. The Rabbi Nechanan says, that's what it means, Peligi with Rabbi Yosef. After this, he said, the only, the only problem is that Shuri said, Peligi with Rabbi Yosef, Baral. But what we're saying is that they're arguing in this very Nakoda. When we allow a T-shape, do we allow it even there can I get there? Or is it Dafka there? Should I can I get there? That's what he wants to say is Prashat. But because the ring never to actually change it. No, sorry, because I just realized that. Just make that absolutely clear. Because the whole problem was before, because we said, what's Rabbi Yusuf telling us? The Khidish Rabbi Yusuf is an L-shape, not a T-shape. He's telling you that the L-shape is no good. In regards to T-shape, he told us that we didn't know. The answer, says Rabbi Nechanan, is he is telling you something you didn't know. You may have thought that when we allow the T-shape, it's Dafka Zesh and Lekin Eget Zer. Rabbi Yusuf says no. Even Zesh and Eget Zer. As long as it's not an L-shape, it's all right. All right, because Rabbi says, I disagree. With the T-shape, it's only allowed Zesh and Lekin Eget Zer. That would be the Machlokas. That's how you can explain Peligib the Rabbi Yusuf. But says this, the only problem is, it should really say then, Peligib the Rabbi Yusuf, the Rabbi. Sorry, yeah, you're going to say the read? We never actually moved. It was always there, connected there. Was that like... Correct. Correct. Um, so this doesn't affect that. According to Rabbi, where the read there... The Maisa the the from the continue as, as, as the Rabbi so says for the Rabbi Nechanah, it is much more like, like this anyway. That yeah. Rabbi and Rabbi Yitzhak are going to disagree in this, Makoda. From the Gemara over the page on Ches on the base, it's much more. I left the health of the region. Yeah, but, but, well, yes and yeah. no, not, not immediately, because this is all the Maskan. So the Maskan, you have a difference between Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi. Okay. But it's not, the Pligi with the Rabbi Yosef is going back to the Huffman estate, not in yeah, the yeah, Maskan yeah, estate. Yeah, but in the, because in the Ri, you wouldn't be able to say this, because in the Huffman estate, they weren't arguing about T-shirt, they were arguing about an L-shape. T-shirt wasn't even a Huffman, even if it went straight through. Right. This is all the Maskan. The Maskan, then already everything changes. Rabbi Yosef always says, as far as we know, was there connected to the Ri. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Omar Ramashashir. Then Ramashashir says, That which you said, Then when it's, yeah, We all know what that means by that, right? That's only when the Rechobo, because we're dealing with the Mufulish now, okay? We're not dealing with, uh, the main point is we're not dealing with any Eruv particular problems. So that's only if it belongs to more than one person. Not because of Eruv, you'll see, you'll soon see why. But when it's a privately owned Rechobo, Zimnim we are concerned, the Mimlich, sometimes the Mimlich Alo, 
that the private owner will change his mind about it, uboni lo botim, and will build houses there. And then it will become like a mobu, which ends onto the tzad of the rechoba, i.e. it will be an L-shape, but also, and it will be forbidden. Let me just explain what that means. If you have that sort of shape, okay? So it's like that. T-shape, what could possibly be wrong? So he said, I'll tell you what could possibly be wrong. If this rechoba, you want to go with Rashi, no one really lives there. Okay. But either way, there's no issue of Eru. Even if we talk about Rechobah, the Rabbin, Rechobah, the Yachid, that's got nothing to do with it, right? We're saying that this. If it's publicly owned, then this is always going to stay the shape it is. Because publicly owned means, think of like, a, like I said, a, a stairwell in a, in, a, in a block of flats. No one can build out, because although it's shared ownership, everyone owns the stairwell, let's say, right? But no one can say, this is my piece of land, I'm extending my flat out here. You can't. It's just a shared ownership on the whole thing. Same thing on this Rechob. No one can build there. If, however, in theory, this is not the case of the Gomorrah, I can actually say, I've got my house here, this half is mine and this half is yours, that would be the same as what I'm about to say. But what, what, what we are about to say is, if this is privately owned, then if there's only one owner, he can do what he wants. Didn't need planning permission in those days, right? So therefore, he could suddenly decide one day, you know what, I want to use this area, make a bit of money, I'm going to use this, build houses here. Or it could be extend his house back, it's because his house backs onto it. The main point is, now all of a sudden, this has become an L-shape, hasn't it? And the problem is, with such a thing, and this is what we, we've mentioned, when you consider your Eruv, setting up Mechitzis I'm talking about, you have to think to yourself, what's going to happen in the long run? You have to build your Eruv in such a fashion. It's not a matter of saying, well, for this Shabbos it's good enough. For the next six months it'll be all right. You've got to think long term. Because this could be 50, it could be 50 years down the line. I don't know if you've got to go that far, right? 10 years down the line. And the problem is that if you allow this when it's a T-shape, and there is a reasonable chance that this could end up in an L-shape, and people won't realize there's a difference between the two, they'll say, we've always been carrying it. No one ever told us otherwise. They'll continue to do the same with the L-shape. It's going to be very difficult to actually re-educate people and get people to catch them before any sort of Shabbos comes. So because of that, we say, you've got to deal with it. You've got to treat it as if it's an L-shape now. That we wouldn't allow. Right? That's what the Gemara is saying. Ask the Gemara, um, from where do you say, where do you get the idea? How do you know there's a difference between a publicly owned Rechava and a privately owned one? How do you know this Svarov? When it's publicly owned, you're not going to get everyone to agree to do it. Yeah? Private... Then we then we're concerned. Where does that come from? So to Omar Robin Barab Odo, because Robin Barab Odo said, Omar Rabbi Yitzchok Bashim Rabbi Yitzchok. There was a story with a certain mobui. Now just a regular mobui. Okay? Open, according to Rashi at least, open at one end. Okay? Normal mobui. Shetzidoi Echot Kolelayon, Vetzidoi Echot Kolelashvok. One side of it had the sea as a as a mechitza, and the other side had an ashpo, a rubbish dump, as a mechitza. A big pile of rubbish, all the way down. And obviously, as we said, third side was closed, fourth side was alechio That's the way Rashi learns it. Uvo Rebbe, the Maiser came in front of Rebbe, he didn't say, this motor, and he didn't say it's also. Rather, as we said, 
the Rambam and the way this quotes the Machaba and Shin Samach, was it Shin Samach Gimel? I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was That he quotes about the Rambam is it sounds more like like Rabbi Hanan for that matter as well is that it means one end of the Mavui opened up onto the sea and the other end opened up onto the Ashbor. And then the two sides were normal machitza, so it was closed on all four sides. As Mr. Burr says, it doesn't actually make any difference to the halachoda. If it's going to be also, it's going to be also in both cases, because it's the same chashash in both cases. So take your pick, whichever the case is. And they came to Rebbe and they asked Rebbe, are we good to go? Right? Set up an Erefit. He didn't want to say it's Mota, but he didn't want to say it's also. Why? He wouldn't say it's also because the fact is you've got all the mechitzes that you need. Whichever way you look at it, whether it's like Rashi, whether it's like the Rabbi Nechanan, you've got all the mechitzes you need. But he didn't want to say it's Mota because we are worried. Number one, the Ashpo could suddenly disappear. Right? The owner of the Ashpo may decide, you know what? I'm clearing it out. He may not completely clear it out, but he says there's too much rubbish here. He's going to get in a, 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 a waste removal company and they'll remove a good part of it. And the problem is, it was 10 spokim high, now it's no longer 10 spokim high. Likewise, Viyale Hayom Sirto, regarding the side where the sea is there. And what are you relying on for your mechita is the, call it the bank, but in other words, where the drop for the sea. In other words, if, if I have, here's my, my uh, mobu, sea is here, right? The sea is here. So obviously it goes down. And in order for there to be a mechitza, I mean, simple would be if it's just a straight drop of 10 tefachim. But even if it's not a straight drop, as long as the gradient is steep enough that, again, we're just going with one shitter of how to understand the gradient here, is for every um, four amas, right? if you go four amas along, right, you get uh, 10 tefachim. Or steeper, ideally, I mean, or steeper than that. Once it's less than that, if, it's, it's the, if the incline is, is uh, smoother than that, then it's just like uh, normal land. That's no good for a mechitza. So we're assuming here that the sea has a steep enough drop. Now the problem is the way the sea works, as as the Mishnah says, most take on is there is a day which is Mahmoud, but we're talking about Dafka, the sea, not the a river. A river we're not cheshish is not that wild with throwing up stuff. But the sea may throw up as the waves come in and out. The tide it throws up sand and stones. And you may suddenly find that what was a drop before is now being leveled off. The sea has somewhat moved out. And the kitza, you end up with there being too much of a gap before you get any sort of mechitza. Okay, obviously we've got to know more about mechitzas regarding the sea to know exactly when would be a problem, when not. But that's the general chashash. So because of that, he didn't want to say it's mutter because right now it's all right. But uh, what's going to be in the future? So that was, that was the story there. Then, says the Gemara... Um, so we ask, but are we really cheshish for that? Shema tenot and ashba, that maybe the ashba may disappear. But hot and ashba, surely we learn to the Mishnah, ashba b'roshasarab, if you've got an ashba, a rubbish down with the roshasarab, gavaya yud tzpachim, which is ten tzpachim high. And it's obviously four by four tzpachim in area, so it is effectively a roshasayochit, correct? And chaloin sha'al gabo, and from your house, you've got a window that opens up onto the roshasarab, zorkin lo b'shabos. So you're allowed to throw from your window out. It's obviously it's going through uh, a makompator here, correct? Because it's above 10 spoken. So it's going from a shusayoke to a shusayoke to a makompator. That's perfectly permissible. Okay? Um, as Tosu says, 
the girsu we've got zorkin sounds like actually it could be quite a distance. It doesn't have to be it's right next to it. Some are very shokin. It doesn't really make a difference because it's going through a makoi patur. Yeah, is that clear? So we ask, but what and Amr surely we've learned in a Mishnah Ashba Barishasurabim Galaya Yutzfachim. Sorry, I just read that. So almost you see Shani bein Ashba the Rabbim the Ashba Diachid. Obviously, it must be that that Ashba, which we're not concerned is going to disappear, is because it's publicly owned. If it's publicly owned, you can't just remove it. You've got to get everyone's consent, and that doesn't really happen so easily. Whereas in the case of Rebbe, with that Mavui, the Ashba must have been privately owned. So what do you see from that? You see that something which is privately owned, we have to be more concerned that it could change. And people, people won't be you know, aware of it, etc. So Hachanami said to over here, Shoni bin Rechobad Rabim There's a difference between a publicly owned Rechobah and a privately owned Rechobah, as we said. Says the Gemara, Nubrabon on my. What did the Rabbonon in the generation of Rebbe, what did they say regarding that Mavi, which had on one side the sea, the other side the Ashba? What did they say? So Omar Rabbi Yosef Rabdimi, Rabbi Yosef Rabdimi said, Tana has been taught that Chachomim Oisrin, the Chachomim forbid it. Omar Rabbi Nachman, and according to that Gersh, Rabbi Nachman said, Halachon Kedivri Chachomim, that's Tachid Halachon, it's awesome. Right? They were concerned. Eka the Omri others say, Omar Rabbi Yosef Rabdimi, he said, Tana, the Chachomim Matilin, the Chachomim actually allowed it. In which case, Omar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Eina alochah k'tibre chachom, Eina alochah is not like the chachomim. Yeah? Um, let, me, let me just read the, the, this line first. Ma'reimah posik lo l'asura b'uzleh. Ma'reimah, the way Rashi learns it is, you've, effectively you've got in, in surah, they have a series of parallel mavuos. Okay? And they all ended, one end was by the sea. So on two sides you've got solid mechitas, it's houses and whatever, walls. You're going to have a, a lechi, whatever it is there, but for the fourth side, the sea was the mechitza, to make it into a cul-de-sac. And Marema didn't want to rely on that. He put there bu'uzle, he put nets. Because Omari said, chayishinon b'yachishish shema ya'ale hayom sirte. We are concerned that maybe the yam will, like we said, will spew up the sand and stones, and because you lose that mechitza. So because of that, he put in the nets. Okay? Now, full stop. Okay? So However, there is... It wasn't to prevent them falling into the sea. Not to prevent them, no, no, no. <laughs> um, right. Now, the Rabbeinu Hanana, however, he has the girsa, not chayishino, but rather loy chayishino. In other words, this possible of the Surah Buzle, right? I don't know about stopping them falling in the sea, but it means on the. We've actually got the Rabbi Nachman on this, you can see it on the side. Yeah? Marema Posik le Surah Buzle, the Loychai Shemayada Hayom Serte. So obviously it wasn't on that side, he put it on a different side. The Kitza. It's not, not not like Rashi that you put it by the sea, it's, you know, to, to be like... Maybe you do put it by the sea to make Tim Tocken more. No, I realise, but... No, I think, I think the, the, the experience... Because here it's not really spoken out, but... In the Rashi, on the Ritzvah, they speak it out a little bit more. 
Like the sea's coming up to the shore, it's very rare they have steep drops on them, it's normally slow coming. Unless it was a river which dug into that, that would be tentacle, but then it would be cool to see it be a river. Don't you I mean, he says. Yeah, he says. The Rajpur just says he doesn't know how to explain the story of Maryam, you know, what Maryam was doing, according to the Girsa of the Rabbi Nechana. What exactly was he doing? He doesn't know. That's what the Rajpur says. The Ritzvah does seem to explain it. Was... Yeah, here it is. <coughs> Unless it's like the cliffs of Dover or something, where, where you've got a cliff and then uh, you've got the sea below it. No, I suppose that could get down quite Now, he says that this. He says, he brings the Girsa. Who pierced by? Ki, etc. Right, it was opening up onto the Sfas Hayom. Lo haya oiseh shom mechitza. He didn't make any mechitza by the sea. Elo she oiseh mechitza v'avsaka b'sfas bei ozli. She oiseh mechitza v'avsaka b'sfas bei ozli. He's saying, in other words, that he used the bank of the river. That's exactly what the Gemara is saying. This, where's it called? What's the Lasha? Posiklal the Surah Buuzle, it means where the, it means, I don't know exactly the touch of the words according to him, but it means where the sea came in. He used that as his machitza. That's clearly what, he, what he's saying. I think that's the touch in the words according to the, the, the uh, Rabbi Nechalama. So, and the Raman Paskins like that. The Raman Paskins like that. We're not Khoshesh. And the Shulchan Aruch, the Rif apparently as well, but Shulchan Aruch also passes like that in Simashin Samachim of Zibchav Tes. They're saying that he didn't put nets there. This is, Correct. No, 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 that, that, that's Rashi's Pshat. That's Rashi's Pshat. Point here, it's not, it's not a net. I mean, the Rashi says he's not sure what exactly he did, yeah. but I think that's what the Ritva is saying. Is Lashin is a game? Uh, where, did it, where was it? He says, Bisfas Bay Ozli. I speak, I mean, that sounds like it's saying, you know, where it goes or something like that. That is the Mechitza. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've understood. Because I saw somewhere else to say something about taking out and putting in on. I'm not sure. I thought I saw somewhere else. That's not the way we learned it last week. I'm not absolutely sure what, what, what he's doing. But one thing is for sure is that he's not. He's not Cheshish. The sea is good enough Mechitza. Uh, so the Raman Paskin is apparently the Rib. The Rosh Paskin is like Rashi. So Shulchan Aruch and Machabe goes with Lochai Shinon. And according to them, by the way, the, as the Ritzvah, the, the Rosh Paskin says it's very similar, but it's the same idea, is that obviously they say that, that because who's it, it's not fitting with anyone now. Rebbe didn't want to say Lochai Shinon or Hatzah. He wasn't willing to give a Hatzah. So it's not like Rebbe. And in terms of the Chachomim... Well, no, so we said, if you say the Chavon and say it's also, then for sure you've got a problem, right? For sure you've got a problem. They, 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 they won't not it. And even if you say the Chavon said it's Mutter, but Rav Nachman said we don't pass them like that anyway. So, Bikitza, it's not, it's not going like anything. Is that you could be a lot of in places like Tel Aviv, I see, this sort of thing. I don't know how to do the area, but... I don't know if it goes all the way to, to, goes all the, way to the sea. I doubt it. They, they, 
I'll be made by the status of Fatima. I mean, I'm assuming it did because you know, I think it's a whole, I assume it's a whole town, whole city. I think if it's a cliff, you've already got your automatic pizza uh, there, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, it could be, I mean, unless it's not including the beach, if it just has got the wall. That's an interesting question, though, because people will walk on the beach, even if they're showing a shower. Assuming there is, you have to find out. Because I don't think you've got a drop there. I mean, not initially. It's not in Tel Aviv. There is a small one that from No, 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 what I mean is the sea, it doesn't. No, it doesn't go down centre box. No, it doesn't go down centre box. No, Okay, so you can find out. But Bikitza, what we're saying is that, um, so obviously according to them, says the Ritva and the Rashba, the Chashash was only with the, was only with the, with the, um, the, uh, the Ashba. Revi was only his Chashash, not like we learned both. He was worried about the Ashba disappearing. But something like this, it's not likely that the sea is going to suddenly uh, spew up that much. He wasn't worried about that. You've got to play around with the Gemara bits. That's what you have to say. And therefore, it fits with either Chachomim or Rebbe, whichever. I mean, the Rashbok calls it one, the Ritzvah calls it the other. The Kitzah, that's what comes out. So, Halach on the Maisa, the Rash, the, the, the Machabe goes with the Mekila, Rambam, Rabbi, and Hanan, etc. The, the Ramah brings the other Shitta, you know, that the others are Machmeh. And the Mishra says that the Acharim are Machriah, that you should be Machmeh. You should be Machmeh. However, that's only with the sea, not with the river. A river, we're generally not cheshish not for that. We discussed a few interesting halachas, just very briefly. We talked about um, if you've got the, 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 sort of the edge of the sea or the river, let's say, and, but it's used as a path. We said probably very small boats. We said, yeah, just practically yeah, speaking. Yeah. Would that be a problem that since the boats are going over the top, does that cause problems for the, for the mevat and the mechitza? Again, Meshavura brought two days about that. What about a bridge? We talked about that as well. If you've got a bridge going over the top, which is obviously nice and wide, would that pose a problem? Also, some say yes. Uh, again, these are not really our sugi yet, because we're going to learn about Zosham about So the boat's going over the top of what? The water there. So where, where you've got your machitza, you've got boats going directly over the top. The water is not about the machitza, but the rabbit which is going on top, is that right? But, we, but one interesting shayla was, we talked about what happens if the water freezes in the winter. Is that the water is not about the machitza, but when it actually freezes, it could be that you measure now from the top of the the ice. Okay, yesh v'yesh. Some say yes. Mishra brings brings both days. We talked about snow. Snow, the Ibis says zecher is not a problem, right? In, in terms of uh, covering machitza, because that's going to obviously it will melt. Um, was there anything else we? I think I think those those, those were the, the major things. But most of this is still is still uh, still to come. I haven't quite finished. One second, right? Um, let's just at least get to the two dots here. So then the Gemara says, okum. There was this bent mobui, right? L-shaped mobui. The Havavasura that was in Surah. Koruch Budya, they wrapped up a mat. Osibu Mumise. This is the gear that we have. Rashi's got, right? That they put it on the bent. Right, let's go back to the L-shape. Yeah? And they use this as a lechida. So Omer Abchista, Abchista said, This doesn't fit with Rav and not with Shmuel. Le Rav, according to Rav, it's no good. Because he says an L-shaped mobui, where the diagonal is, is, you know, is 10. You've got a problem that it's got the dinner of a mafulosh. In which case, somewhere there, depending on what gerasa you go with, uh, not gerasa, whatever pshat you go with, somewhere there's going to have to be a, not a lechi, but a tzara So that's no good. 
and Surah Sapasa for you need a Surah Sapasa. And the Shmuel, according to Shmuel, the Ahmad Surah Sikhsasim, he says, no, 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 it's got the din of a, of a Mogli Sasim, no need for Surah Sapasa, Lechi's fine. But for a different reason, it's no good. Hanamili Lechi Ma'ali, that's the only when you've got a proper Lechi. Aval Hai, but this one, came on the Noshir Beizika, since when the, the wind blows it, the Shadi is going to knock it down, no Kumumu, it's no good. But if you put in a peg or a nail or something to hold it in place, then that's good, and then it works as a lefty. So once again, coming back to the same point, when you build an Eruv, it's not just a Chumrah. It has to be built in such a way that al it's going to withstand the natural elements. Have a good one.